I'm Debbie Mahilam, mom of four, Air Force vet turned passionate spiritual entrepreneur. And it wasn't all that long ago that I not only lacked the confidence, but the tools and understanding of how to manifest a limitless life. As an ICF accredited certified coach, I created Dear Debbie Dream Daringly to inspire, guide, and support you on the path to manifest your incomparable life. The universe absolutely led you here for a reason. So, if you want a life you love from the depths of your soul, create a life that makes an impact and live your daring dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. I've got you covered. Let's welcome what is the highest good for all and get started. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Debbie Dream Daringly. I am so excited to jump back into our two-part episode on how to raise our vibration. Last week, we covered the first four ways we can tap into raising our vibration. Expressing gratitude. Using the most basic function of life we so often take for granted, our breath getting out into nature and it's getting so nice outside. So that's working so great. And the one that I really hope we can all do as well as we did when we were kids, daydream. So what are some other ways to shift our energy and raise our vibration, you ask? Well, let's find out. So music lovers, this one's for all of us. Did you know that listening to our favorite tunes can actually boost our mood and raise our vibe? Yep. So let's talk about how music affects our brain. Well, when we listen to music, our brain actually releases a chemical called dopamine. We've all heard about dopamine. You know, it's the one responsible for feelings of pleasure and reward. That's why we often feel happy and inspired when we listen to music we like. But it's not just about dopamine. The studies have shown that listening to music can also activate the brain's prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex is responsible for decision-making, you know, emotional regulation and motivation. So that means that when we listen to music, we're not only experiencing immediate pleasure, but we're also setting ourselves up for more positive outlook on life. I love that. That I mean, doesn't that just make you know that your music is doing you good? And it's not just about the type of music you listen to either. The research has found that even the tempo and rhythm of the music can affect our mood and energy levels. So the upbeat, fast-paced music can increase our heart rate and make us feel more energized. I mean, that goes, you know, that kind of makes sense. And slower, more relaxing music helps distress us and make us feel calm. So, you know, whether we're in the mood for some high energy pop or some soothing classical music, there's a genre out there and the tempo that can help shift our energy, raise our vibration. In 
fact, some experts believe that music can even have a healing effect on the mind and body. Because the studies have shown that listening to music can reduce stress, our stress levels, and improve sleep quality. And get this, even help manage pain. So the next time you're feeling down or in need of a boost, turn on the tunes and let music work its magic. Your brain and your body are going to thank you for it. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this or not. Likely you have, but binaural beats. So in case you haven't, these are another tool that can help shift the energy. And if you don't know what binaural beats are, well, they're created when two slightly different frequencies are played in each ear. And together they create a third frequency that the brain can then sync up with. This is known as brain entrainment. I know, weird word. So, once again, research shows that the binaural beats can have a really powerful effect on the brain. Yeah, I mean, it really, it's, it shows that it helps reduce the anxiety and improve focus and concentration and even enhances creativity. Now, some people also use binaural beats as a form of meditation or relaxation. It's all about the specific frequency of the binaural beats that can also impact our mood and energy levels. For example, lower frequencies, such as delta and theta waves, are associated with deep relaxation and meditation, while the higher frequencies, like beta waves, can increase alertness and focus. And I love me some beta waves, some binaural beats, some beta wave binaural beats, sorry, while I work. But did you know there are other types of sound frequencies that can help shift our energy? Yep. For some people, they use the crystal singing bowls because they produce a pure high frequency tone that can help balance the chakras and promote healing. Others they use tuning forks, which produce a specific frequency that corresponds with different parts of the body. And that can help release tension and promote relaxation. So if you're looking for a new way to shift your energy, raise your vibration, give binaural beats, crystal bowls, or tuning forks, or maybe even some other type of frequencies, try. You might be surprised at how much they can help you feel more balanced, focused, and uplifted. Okay, I have to tell you. So the last crystal singing bowl healing session I went to was when I lived in Hawaii and it was freaking amazing. Now, I know that's on the high end of the woo-woo scale for a lot of people. And truth be told, 20 years ago, I might have looked at me a little side-eyed if someone had said, hey, you know, tonight we're going to go to a crystal bowl sound healing tonight. And I've been like, um, no, we're not. But honestly, it was incredible. And it did help that I went with a friend that I really liked, and it was in a beautiful place. But 
just spending time with supportive and uplifting people can also help boost your mood. It's true, of course. And as always, there's the scientific research that backs it up because it shows that we tend to adopt emotions and the behaviors of the people around us. And it's known as emotional contagion. And it has a powerful effect on our mood and energy levels. So if you surround yourself with supportive, uplifting people, you're more likely to feel optimistic and uplifted yourself. But it's not just the emotions we pick up from others. Studies have also found that spending time with people we admire or aspire to be like can have a motivating effect on us. And, you know, it's simply because we tend to model our behavior after those we look up to. Now, Tony Robbins once said, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the quality of the relationships in your life. So basically, when we surround ourselves with those supportive, inspiring people, we're more likely to live up to our full potential and achieve our goals. So whether it's joining a new club, community, attending a networking event, or simply spending more time with friends and family who uplift us, there are plenty of ways to connect with uplifting people and raise our vibration. And you know what? The great thing about this is that the benefits don't stop there. The research has also shown that social connection is essential for our mental and physical health. And it's shown that people who have strong social support systems tend to live longer. We're seeing that in the news all the time now. On WebMD, on the news, and CNN, people have lower rates of depression and anxiety and have better immune function. So the next time, you know, you feel down, why not reach out to a friend or connect with someone you admire? You might be surprised at how much their optimistic energy can help shift your mood. And I think you can look back and remind yourself of all the times it's actually happened and that you realize it helps reduce your stress. And But did you know it really increases your resilience too? That having that good support system that reduces your negative effects of stress. Because when you can do that, it makes that big difference in your mental health. You know, and it's not just about the folks we hang out with in real life. Because with all the technology that we have in our lives, it's so important to connect with like-minded individuals from all over the world. And the cool thing is these virtual relationships also make us feel just as good and can also lift our spirits in the same way. And it's really incredible if you think about it. Because if we're joining an online community or attending local events, making the connections that helps us reach our goals and tap into our full potential 
is just, if you think about it, as the saying goes, birds of a feather flock together. And we're, we're around the people who radiate that optimism and encouragement it does have that huge impact on our lives. It's like having a personal cheering squad that's always there to lift us up when we need it the most. And just the same, it's our ability to be there for them when they need that cheerleading squad. So by having that circle of people who inspire and challenge us, and bring out the best in us is the best way to live a fulfilling and joyful life. Okay, so true story, ever since I got into my own coaching journey, I have met people from all over the country and all over the world, many of whom I have become incredibly good friends with. And, you know, now that this has been years and years, I consider several of them some of my closest friends. And we have never met in person. Now I've met a couple of them in person, which is great. And it reminds me of a Jim Rohn quote that encapsulates this perfectly. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Because this emphasizes the importance of surrounding ourselves with people, supportive, successful people who inspire and lift us up like we were talking about. And spending time with people who are living the kind of life we want and aspire to, that we can learn from their example and adopt their habits and mindset. Because ultimately, this just not only helps to raise, a spot, or raise our own vibration and achieve our goals, but reminds me of another quote that I heard that was reworded from Jim Rohn's quote. Show me the five people you hang out with the most and I'll show you your future in 10 years. Now that one hit me square in the face because it's so true. And it makes me want to emphasize something here because first, I'm not talking about being not being there for the people who we love and care for in our lives, particularly when they need our support. I'm also not saying we close our eyes and ears to injustice, suffering, or anything negative so that it doesn't harsh our quote-unquote high vibration. That's a recipe for disaster and completely unrealistic. We deal with life. It's when we refuse to deal with life that it becomes toxic. Processing our feelings and facing up to situations, people, life altogether will ultimately raise our vibration because we are living life by being present, authentic, and true to the core of who we ultimately are. What I am emphasizing here in surrounding ourselves with optimistic and supportive people is that we all know people whose lives thrive on nonstop drama. We all likely have people in our lives that we know that we can think of instantly that have one drama after another in their lives. And likely after meeting them 
we think, oh my goodness, wow, I'm so sorry that you're enduring this. But after months or years of being in their orbit, we realize that the chaos is self-created. The kicker, when we are in crisis, these particular people aren't there for us. Now, we might not allow ourselves to recognize it the first time. Okay, and you know what? Maybe I'll only speak for myself here on that, but maybe we usually can't see it at first. But eventually it clicks, and we realize that their drama is a choice that they haven't been able to let go of yet. But we can't drown in that pool too. So again, we are not talking about the reciprocity of a healthy relationship where we support the people we care about during all the seasons of their lives, which takes us into a beautiful segue and I hope you agree, practicing acts of kindness, being a kindness crusader, practicing acts of kindness, and doing something nice for someone else. Because that can actually boost your own sense of self-being, a well-being. And performing acts of kindness releases feel-good hormones, such as dopamine, oxytocin and serotonin. Yeah. Being kind can actually have our bodies produce the hormones that can actually help us feel less stressed and more happy. And get this, they can even boost our immune system. It's like having our own natural medicine. I mean, come on, who doesn't want that? So whether it's, you know, volunteering at a local charity or donating to a cause that you really care about, or simply doing something nice for a friend or family member, acts of kindness have a powerful impact on our own mental and physical health. And Dom, as the Dalai Lama once said, be kind whenever possible because it is always possible. And he's right. There are so many simple ways to show kindness to others, from holding the door open for someone to holding space for someone when they need it most. But the benefits of kindness don't just stop at the individual level. And you know, the studies show that acts of kindness can create a ripple effect that can spread to others. And I love this part. You know that it means kindness has the power to positively impact no, not only ourselves, but the people around us and even our wider community. So next time, when you're in need of a pick-me-up, why not? Do something nice for someone else. I always love when I'm having an off day or really feeling badly. I love picking up the phone and calling someone else and being there for them because they say kindness is contagious. And I don't know about you, but 
I want to think bigger when it comes to practicing kindness. I mean, I know when I go out, I always try to make it a habit of genuinely complimenting people behind the register, at the store, just anytime I'm out. Because it not only makes me feel fantastic when I see the smile on someone's face and I also see their aura brighten. It just, and it has nothing to do with me, but I always hope that it makes just even a small difference in their day. Because one of my mantras has always been to leave a place better than when I arrived. They don't need to remember who I was, but I took my cue from Maya Angelou when she said, I've learned people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And by doing this, my inspiration is how someone's small kindnesses have impacted me how even a small, light-hearted conversation in a store are often boosts in my day and cause my day to dramatically turn because it made my energy shift. And in doing that, it, you know, helped change how that made me feel. I mean, you can fill, the, fill in the blank without me with me friend that it made the dial and the frequency meter turn up and it's these small intuitive hits we receive that when we act on them those can create the largest ripples and we will likely never know their impact but it's not the point creating the ripple by shifting our own energetic vibration is so if you're looking for more inspiration, there's so many resources and ideas out there to get us started on a kindness odyssey. Because did you know there's online communities dedicated to sharing acts of kindness? There's even books and podcasts about the power of generosity, where we can all find out about the endless opportunities to learn, grow, and make a difference in the world. I love that. I mean, the more you know, the more you grow. So, obviously, one great way to incorporate more kindness into our daily lives is just to simply make it a habit. Just a minute or two a day, think of one nice thing you can do for someone. Could be as simple as sending a nice text message to a friend or someone you work with, or offering to do something for your neighbor that you've seen that they've been struggling with or haven't been able to do because they've been like just overwhelmed. And here's a really important thing to remember kindness doesn't have to be a grand gesture. Really, like we've talked about, it's often this small, everyday acts of kindness that have the greatest impact. And if we go back to the incomparable Maya Angelou quote, we can reverse engineer so that we make sure people never forget how we made them feel. I'm certain that creates a beautiful domino effect in the world. You know, smiles beget smiles and so on. Just like how those little store interactions shifted how 
a lot of my days played out. And I'm sure the same could be said for you. So let's make sure that we make others feel that same energy. Okay, I can't even believe we're, we're already up to the last one. And this is for my fellow creatives. Because when we shift into that creative activity and feel that energy of creation, it's really allowing yourself to participate in anything, you know, painting, writing, playing music, because that stimulates the same release of dopamine in the brain. And, you know, I don't think I explained before, but dopamine is a neurotransmitter. And that neurotransmitter is associated with the feelings of pleasure and reward. And it plays a key role in our motivation and mood. But the benefits of creativity go beyond just feeling good. And you know me, I'm going to tell you, it's good to feel good. And I say it all the time. If you've listened to this podcast or you've seen my website or on my Instagram, I'm going to say it again. It's good to feel good, but we should all aspire to feel good. And doing creative things can help us get in touch with our inner selves and intuition, which can lead to our personal growth and understanding ourselves better. Okay, and I read that Pablo Picasso once said this, the purpose of art is to wash the dust off of daily life, off of our souls. I mean, OMG. Now, I am no Pablo Picasso. I mean, I can't even draw a stick figure well. But my son, Dominic, definitely inherited the artistic genius that came from my mother's side of the family. My mother and her sisters. Oh, my God. But I know I have creative ability. Photographer, scrapbooker, mixed media. I mean, I'm not just in that way in my own right. And I found that when we make time for creative, creative activities, it can be a great way to take a break from the everyday stress. And it taps into something that is just that playful. It's like giving ourselves permission to explore a deeper part of who we are. You know what the best part is? You don't have to be a professional artist to be as good as Dominic. I mean, but also Dominic was very tenacious and dedicated himself to his craft to become as good as he is. But we can all still benefit from the power of creativity. So whether we doodle in a notebook or dance around our living rooms, any form of creative expression helps boost our mood. All of that will increase our vibration and bring more pleasure into our lives. I mean, come on, you know, dancing around in your living room with your favorite jam on feels good. So here's the big moment where I am going to give you the time to give yourself the permission to get creative. So whether you're starting a new project or picking up an old hobby, remember it's the act of creation that's a powerful way to connect with your inner self and raise that vibe. And once again, if you're not sure where to start, there are so many resources out there to help you tap into that creative side. Trust me, I get it. You tell me 
hey, Debbie, just go out there and get creative. Yeah, how do I do that? I'd be like, um, I don't know. I don't have any idea. <laughs> but really, in all seriousness, this is where I'd encourage both you and me to maybe do something like look at the community college's adult classes, the adult education classes, because I've seen before where they have like a slew of art, photography, bird watching, <laughs> and a whole plethora of classes that I never knew existed before. And we would probably both be gobsmacked to learn that there were such things as they were offering. So I think it boils down to sometimes that we just need to get out of our own way and to really foundationally remember that there are just no rules when it comes to creativity, to do what feels right. So giving ourselves that permission and exploration and experimentation without judgment, it's tricky, I get it. But just let's allow ourselves to make mistakes and embrace the process of creating something new. Because maybe together we can embrace our inner artists and tap into that power of creativity to shift our energy. Because when we're, whether we're creating something new or just simply appreciating the beauty of the world around us, Let's see what we can create and let's see who we can inspire. Okay, friend, you've got your marching orders once again this week. So let's, let's review some simple steps of what we have now to put in our toolbox. Okay. Okay. Toolbox, back pocket, purses, man purses, crossbodies, whatever you got to put your tools in. Do you understand me? So all of these things that we have now to shift our energy. Okay, we've got the oldie but goodie where we can listen to some uplifting music or some soothing music, however, however it works for you. You know, drop a beat with some positive lyrics, uplifting melodies. Again, whatever's your vibe. And let's remember to surround ourselves with some positive peeps. Energy vampires be gone. Their energy impacts our energy. Spend time with people who uplift and inspire you. Doing something kind for someone else. It'll help you feel good. And it feels good to feel good. I think we covered that. And remember, kindness doesn't have to be a grand gesture. It's often the small, everyday acts of kindness that have the greatest impact on those around us. And last but not least, connect with your creativity. Tap into your inner baddie budding artist, dancer, mime, whatever it may be, because we're remembering that there are no rules when it comes to creativity. The most important thing is to give ourselves permission to explore and experiment without judgment. And maybe we'll inspire someone else to tap into their inner artiste. Okay, well, friend, that's it for another Dear Debbie Dream Daringly. 
Let's put those tools to good use and I want to hear from you. What's working for you? Okay, and what's not working for you? As always, I so appreciate you. Let me express and drop some real gratitude right here, right now. No matter when you might be listening to this, whatever day it may be, wherever you may be, from my heart to yours, I want you to know how much I do appreciate you. The gift of your time spent with me is priceless. Thank you. I'm looking forward to spending even more time with you. And with any luck, you'll take me up on my offer and reach out via email, Instagram, LinkedIn, Carrier Pigeon. <laughs> but I do want to thank you for being a valuable founding member of our budding community. And thanks for passing on the podcast to your friends. I'm really just as grateful for that as well. And until next week, friend, always be dreaming. Okay. Oh, hey, and if you haven't signed up for the Dream Daringly newsletter yet, I'd love to see you in the neighborhood. I'll include a link in the show notes. Okay. All right. Always be dreaming. Bye. Since I'm not a medical professional or scientist, I don't offer any professional health or medical advice. So if you're suffering from any medical or psychological conditions, I highly encourage you to seek help from qualified health professionals.